Oh, what's up, you fucks? I hope you guys are having a good week, and I hope you enjoyed the last podcast or learned something. The baby girl got a surgery on Tuesday, and I thought, hey, fuck it, let's talk about her surgery on the podcast so other people know what it feels like to go through her process. So we talk about why she got the surgery, what she got done, what she went through while it was happening, and what is happening to her right now. Um, I must say, the girlfriend's doing really well right now, and... There should be no worries. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. And yeah, here it is. Okay, so today we'll be talking about Elizabeth's motherfucking nose. Yay. And the complications she's had about it and what she's been doing with it. And she's going to give a backstory here about it and then move on to what's kind of happened the last few days. So Elizabeth, the mic is yours. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I didn't post a vlog on Monday. I I don't know what happened. And then I went into surgery. (laughs) So, sorry. Um, Yeah, so my nose. I just got my nose fixed. Because I've had, like, I don't even remember when it started. But I've literally struggled to breathe out of my nose for, like, months. Years. Like... Yeah, this isn't a recent thing. No, like, years. And I've been meaning to get it fixed, but I didn't know how. And then I got scared. So I went for a consultation maybe like four years ago. And the guy told me, like, yeah, you could do this. But, like, I think your nose is just really dry on the inside. Maybe you're dehydrated. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. So I started drinking a lot of water still didn't help I literally always congested literally could never breathe I'm always snoring like I store so much when I sleep I was like hey that didn't help so I went back he did an x-ray and was like your nose is broken he's like what did you break it and I was like I don't know I've never broken it um and then he he was like well you could get a surgery and we'll fix that but me being me and being too scared to do these things, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? It's not that bad. But it is bad. When I get sick, it's horrible because, like, I just can't breathe. You anyway, can't breathe regularly, though. Yeah, because I can't breathe regularly. So, like, when I get sick and congested, it's, like, even worse. So, like, fast forward a few years and I... Know I have this nose problem. I know it's a thing. I'm like becoming more and more aware of it because, like, I started like losing my breath when I was sleeping and like waking up because I couldn't breathe. And I was like, 100% it has to do with my nose. Like, I should just look into getting it fixed again and like do it for real. That same summer, I met Connor and Connor was like, You have a really crooked nose. That's our first date, guys, by the way. And I was like, I know, thanks. So, party tricks since then to show everybody how I can only breathe 10% out of my left nostril. Um, but yeah, that kind of got the ball rolling for me to go get it checked out. Because obviously, if you have somebody who records you snoring every single night for the first like three weeks that you meet them, then you're going to want to do something about it. Okay, because you said you didn't believe you snored yeah there's a reason exactly. i was recording you yeah exactly so 
then I realized that I'm like, you know what? It would be nice to not be congested. Finally get my appointment. My doctor has horrible ratings, by the way, guys. He has he had like a two star out of like five. Oh, she was tripping balls. So I like at the doctor's office, the appointments are taking a long time and like he's Ah sorry guys, my gauze is stuck to my upper lip. <laughs> That's so um, hot. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Um so he's already taking a long time. I like maybe I should go here. This is a bad sign. Whatever. Half an hour goes by. I sit down. My mom comes in the room. Hmm. And he like he looks at me. He goes, "What's your problem?" So I told him, and he sticks a camera in my nose. He's like, "That's a mess," and pulls it out. He's like, "Okay, so this is what we're gonna do." He's like, "We're gonna give you a full septoplasty and." Explain what a septoplasty is. You'll be able to breathe. So septoplasty is basically a surgery where they realign the center cartilage that separates your two nasal passages. Um, And it's it's an internal surgery, so it should change the exterior. Yep. Although my nose is crooked, so it did end up having it an impact on that um so he's like yeah we're gonna do it whatever what do you want to do and I was like right away so he booked something for two weeks later and that got moved that got moved till yesterday and yeah I went in to go do it and it was pretty nerve-wracking I don't think I'm ever going to go to a surgery well, with my mom off, ever again. First off, what did you end up getting done instead? Yeah. So there was even more stuff. I had my post or my pre-op phone call thing on Thursday. And I tell the woman, she's like, what are you coming in for? I have like a septoplasty. She goes, she's like, nope, you're coming in for a rhinoplasty. I was like, what? She's like, yep, you're coming in for a septorhinoplasty. And I'm like, okay, well, a rhinoplasty is cosmetic. That's an external thing. And she's like, yeah, did they tell you? And I was like, nope. Thought I was just getting a septoplasty. She goes, oh, okay, well, usually if they don't say anything, it's because the septoplasty is going to change something externally but they're going to keep it as natural looking as possible. Like they're not going to make any modifications like that are unnatural to the nose that you already have. So they're not going to take anything away. They're not going to add anything. Okay. It's essentially just straightening it out externally because you could straighten the septum internally, but it won't have any effect on the external look. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But I'm not cool. I'm like freaked out because I'm like, what the hell? It's confusing. Anyway, I go to my appointment and show up at the hospital. And my mom's literally about to cry every two seconds. She's like, you don't need to do this. You shouldn't be doing this. Like, your nose is fine. And I was like, oh, my God. I just need to do it. Like, I can't. can't your, mom was, your mom was making, giving you more anxiety than the actual operation. Yeah. Yeah. She was, like, freaking me out more than the actual operation. So... I started getting mad and I like what I like went to the other side of the waiting room and they called me in for the interview. So they interview you before. 
Okay. So I'm freaking out because my mom's told me, like, I have this, like, my nails are are still on because I have, like, like gel on my nails. So they're not going to be able to do the surgery that maybe I'm going to end up waking up because I ate this or, like, because I didn't drink anything in the morning or, like, that, 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 like, just freaking me out. So I go into the interview, already freaked out, and I just tell them right away, I'm like, hey, this is what's happening, like, I have gel on my nails, can you still read my heartbeat? And she's like, yeah, you're good, you're fine. <laughs> and then she goes, okay, here's this form. And I was like, okay, cool. Shows me the form. The form says septorhinoplasty with a, a spreadograph. And my signature at the bottom. Keep in mind, when I signed this paper at the, the doctor's office, it only said septoplasty on it. <laughs> so she's like, do you consent to this? And I was like, well, I don't know what any of this means, but like, sure, whatever. So I signed it again. We're fine. Good. Whatever. I get wheeled Wait, you didn't to... ask what the sinus thing was? No. So she couldn't tell because she's not a doctor. Oh, okay. So she's like, like, does this sound like something that they talked about? And I was like, yeah, sure, fine, cool. I was like, do I get to ask the surgeon before? And she said, yeah. Okay. So I signed it. They get me changed into a gown. We'll be over to the area where it's, like, uh, recovery. Okay. I'm sitting in this bed. And I'm freaked out because I hate needles. I'm really scared of needles. And the nurse comes and she goes to put the IV in and, like... I hate IVs. So I almost like started crying because of the IV. <laughs> um, but she puts it in and my mom just starts freaking me out. So I immediately start panicking. Wait, why is like, your, your mom in the room? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, in the recovery room. Oh, I thought you meant this was still during operation. No, no, no. So you get put into the recovery room before... And they set you up with the IV and they check your heart rate and all that stuff. So they put the IV in. She starts freaking me out. She's like, well, what if they do this? And what if they do that? And what if your nose looks like this? And what if you can't do this? And what if you can't start work on the second? And I'm like having a full out panic attack. And like, I almost didn't want to do it anymore. But I did. Thank the Lord. Yeah, so the doctor comes in, the anesthesiologist comes in, and he's like, okay, he's like, do you have any questions for me? I was like, what the heck does this mean? Okay. He's like, basically, I'm straightening your septum, which is internal, and then the rhinoplasty part is to straighten the external as much as I can. So it's not going to be fully, fully straight, but he's go- he, his attempt was to straighten it without having to lift my nasal skin up and like do a full reconstruction yeah so i don't have to wear the cast i only had to have the packing uh so he's like i'm just gonna try to make your nose look like whatever it did before you had this like thing happen to you okay i was like okay cool and i was like so what's the spreado graft essentially that means he was going to take cartilage from um different parts of my nose I'd use it to widen the top half where I was having the most difficulty breathing um, so that I could breathe. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Great. Whatever. Anesthesiologist comes in. He's like, 
you're going to be so easy to knock out. Like, you're so little and you're so light. So, like, you're going to be easy. And I was like, cool. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, it's only going to be 45 minutes. So. The surgery? Yeah. Well, shit, I didn't think it was that short. Yeah. So, he's like, it's only going to be 45 minutes that you're going to be under. Um, so, your side effects shouldn't be too bad. Like, cool, great, whatever. They come, like, they leave. A nurse comes over, gets me to carry my little IV bag as I'm walking down the hallway and, like, these little funny, like, hairnets on my feet. I have a hairnet on my head. Like, I'm wearing this gown. (laughs) I'm walking down the hallway and she's a new nurse, so she's being trained. And she's like, uh, you're the second person I've seen today coming to get something like this. She's like, aren't you scared? Like, you're not going to be able to breathe. And I was like, well, I haven't really been able to breathe for, like, a long time, so this will be better than nothing. And she started laughing. That's good. Yeah, so then I went into the operating room, and it's just as scary as you think. Like, it's this, like, gross-looking table with these huge straps, these leather straps, so they strap you down, and these huge lights. And the room is cold. Uh, so when they told me to get changed, they told me I can't wear a bra or underwear. And I thought that was really weird, but yes. I get into the operating room and the two nurses immediately unbutton my gown from the back. So like my butt is fully exposed. Okay. Then they get me to lie down on the table, tell me to take my arms out of my gown and they start like taking the fabric from underneath me and spreading it so that. They could put these heating pads under my butt oh, to, like, help regulate my temperature. So I'm, like, basically wearing just, like, a blanket on top of me at this point. And they strap me in. The anesthesiologist comes over, straps my arm to this, like, board and takes out these huge needles with the stuff that's going to put me to sleep. Doesn't tell me that they sting when you start injecting the fluid. So he like literally starts injecting it and my arm is on fire. And I was like, oh my God, ouch. And he's like, don't worry. This one, I'll tell you it's going to stink. Literally goes to change it and I knocked out. <laughs> um, so surgery, I guess, went well because I was awake for it. Which um, is good. Yeah. I woke up in the recovery room and or the post-op room and they took this tube out of my mouth, and as they're doing that, I had this, like, weird vision that my roommate was picking my nose. So I was like, Giselle, stop picking my nose. And they're like, what? And I was like, oh, where's my roommate? Did she leave already? And they're like, no, your roommate's not here. It's just us. And I was like, wow, hallucinating is great. <laughs> um, so then... I, I'm still, like, kind of asleep, kind of out of it. And then I hear somebody say, like, oh, here's your popsicle. Which I was very excited about. So I got a popsicle. And I just basically lied there for, like, 45 minutes. While I was still, like, all numb and frozen and, like, out of it. And I don't understand pain. So, like, pain and discomfort for me are, like, two very different things. Like, where somebody tells you they're, like, uncomfortable like might be 
like what I say uncomfortable, somebody else might be like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah. So like they come and they ask me, they're like, what's your pain level? And I'm like, I'm not in pain. And they're like, okay, well, we just gave you this stuff that's going to make all the dubbing and everything wear off so you can go home. So you're going to be in pain soon. And they're like, can you guess what it's at? Like five means like we need to give you some sort of like medication. And I'm like, oh, I'm at a two. Cause she's like, okay, you don't need anything. Comes back maybe half an hour later. And she's like, are you in pain now? And I was like, no. And I was like, I'm just uncomfortable. Like I could feel stuff in my nose because I was full of packing and a splint. So then she's like, um, she's like, are you sure? Like you're not in pain. And I was like, no, I'm just like a little uncomfortable. Like my neck kind of hurts. Like my teeth kind of hurt, but like it's livable. And she's like, okay, well you might want to take something now just so that by the time you get home, like you'll be okay. And I was like, okay, fine. Give me something. So she gave me two Tylenol 3s and morphine. And I felt great. I mean, I felt great anyway. So there's not a real big difference. Um, yeah, and then I got wheeled out. and Your mom was, was still freaking out? My mom was still freaking out. And she made me have like another two panic attacks. Then we got home. I had another panic attack. And then I took more codeine and I passed out. For the night. Yep. So moral of the story, next time you go into surgery, if there is one, you will not <laughs> go with your mom. I'll be taking no. you. Yeah, no. You can now breathe. Oh, uh, we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And you are recovering better than I thought. Yeah. So you fucks, that's the podcast uh, that's Elizabeth's journey and story about why she got her facial, facial and nose surgery done. Hope it doesn't scare anyone, anyone away from getting it done as hopefully she can now breathe. Um, for anyone that's curious, I wish I could be there for her in person for support. However, all I can provide her with right now is moral mental support. And hopefully I can see her before Wednesday when she might be a little bit more recovered. Um, I'd love to be with my baby girl, but gotta do what you gotta do. So I hope everyone has a great weekend and great holiday season. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Connor Selly. And hopefully uh, you guys will listen to us next Monday. And oh yeah, watch the new vlog up. Um, Because of her surgery, she had to miss Monday. So this new vlog will be dope. And then we will talk then. So guys, have a great weekend and talk to you Monday.